filed a lawsuit against President Trump after the White House suspended reporter Jim Acosta's press pass. Really? You want to go after Trump with a lawsuit? That guy lives for lawsuits. He's been served more than the Big Mac. Uh, Bob Woodward, in an interview somewhere today, said he thought CNN was making a bad move by suing over this. If you want to do your job, just uh, do good reporting on the president and what he's doing and saying is his response. Right. Well, that's a very mature and undeniably uh, wise way to put it. But CNN is engaged in a desperate uh, hunt for viewers and engage in publicity stunts all the time. The idea that it's a violation. You're telling a clown to take off its makeup. Bob, yeah, the idea if you're, that you're in violation of the whole free speech thing when you've got 50 other press passes of people that or just send somebody different if you want or right. You know, it's funny and, and he's absolutely right, but it, it, it's hilarious. It's like telling a street walking prostitute, you know, you'd, you'd probably get a nice boyfriend if you'd wear a little less makeup and maybe dress a little more demurely because you look like a whore. <laughs> Come on, Bob. <laughs> but I appreciate him making the point. Yeah. And as we've uh, pointed out. I think Trump and Acosta are both benefiting in their own ways from this. Oh, please. So, yeah. Beautiful symbiotic relationship. It's like the, the hippopotamus and the little bird that plucks at its teeth. Or the crocodile. Crocodile's got a little bird, too. I don't know if it's the same bird. If it is, that bird really likes tooth junk. You. <laughs> so, I don't know. Do you want more from this um, survey of single people? I've got why you broke up. How often do you break up on good terms or terrible terms? Oh, boy. How, what percentage of people are, stay in communication with at least one ex-boyfriend or girlfriend? Okay. And how they stay in touch? The next segment, I have some really interesting stuff on why Jerry Brown vetoed a unanimously passed bill on fire safety. There ain't nothing passes unanimously in California. Nothing. We don't want to be attacked by Japan again would not get about 15 Democrat votes because they'd think it was, uh, you know, insensitive. We don't want earthquakes to kill all of our people would pass, you know, 70 percent. But this one was unanimous. We'll tell you about it. Had to do with fire safety. Jerry Brown vetoed it. Here's your typical crap sort of story. I'm looking up at MSNBC. They're going with the Washington Post story. Trump mood worsens following midterm results. Criticism of Paris trip. That's the exact sort of crap story where you get ass source to say, I think he's in a worse mood. And then you write a giant story around and talk about it all day long. I heard he retreated into a cocoon of anger. Right. You know, it's funny. It's like a, uh, what do you call it? A, A mad lib. They recycle the same story every week to week and a half, but with different names and or world events, uh, you know, interjected, inserted. Seen looking very angry, according to an anonymous source. Right. Um, You want me to make you paranoid for the day? Not really. What percentage of men or women staying in contact with an ex of some sort? Half of men, 60% of women stay in contact with an ex. Wow. Half a man, 60% of women. What's the number one way that you stay in contact? No, please. I think obviously you would know. The Antichrist runs it, right? You uh, hire those planes to do uh, smoke writing in the sky. <clears throat> no. Uh, send, a, send a raven. Texting. Texting is number one. Oh, texting. I yeah. thought it would be Facebook. Followed by Facebook. 70% uh. of uh, people staying in touch with an ex are texting back and forth. Yeah. And about 60% doing Facebook. Uh, 40% in person. Yeah. 
That's bold. Yeah, yeah. The the higher number with women has to do with the blind spot women yeah, have. Yeah, that's true. They they a lot of the women are not doing it to like keep the embers burning or because they're going to cheat. It's just because well we're friends now. No, he wants to get back with you. No, no, he doesn't. We're just friends now. Okay. No, no, no. Nope. Top five reasons for communicating with exes. We have mutual friends. That could be legit. Sure. Could be legit. Yeah. You got to be careful with that. You got to check your motives. That kind of explains the in-person meetings, too. Like sure. if you're just at a friend gathering and Absolutely. they're there. Yeah. Well, that's this danger, gets, danger. Yeah, that kind of gets to another uh, topic of the... Uh, how frequently do you end a relationship on good terms? Uh, m- m- many experiences I've had, you're, you're not going to be around them or their friends or their family anytime <laughs> again, or, or or the reverse. It just it didn't end that way. You know, breaking up on good terms is like uh, colliding atoms to me. I understand that it can be done. <laughs> right. I've heard of it. I've not seen it. Well, only a quarter of people say half the time they've ended relationships on good terms. So even that 25% say half the time they don't. And that's a the, 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 a small number. You know, I, I, I can totally see it if it's like we've gone on two, three dates. And oh, you say, yeah. listen, you're oh, a yeah. really nice person. Oh, yeah, I just, I've, I'm had, not, uh, I've had that. And yeah, yeah I've kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said something. Yeah, me too. You're a terrific person. But, but and Great. Okay, I got super. a toothbrush at your house and vice versa. No, that's, that's a tough one to pull off. In my experience. But. Right. And 14% of people say never. Another 15% say rarely. 15% say occasionally. So that's not very often for practically half of people. Um, every time, says 6.6% of people. They end relationships on good terms. Okay, good for you. 6.6% you said? Yeah, every time they do. How many you had? That'd be a good question also. Yeah. I'd be interested to hear their take on if it was also a good ending. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What are you talking about? That's right. true. <laughs> I had to file a restraining order against you. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you to this day. <laughs> <laughs> I would mace you, then run over you with my car. Um, top five reasons for communicating with exes. I'll finish this off. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have mutual friends. We have children together. Well, come on. That doesn't count. I hope you're communicating with your ex. If you have kids together. Yeah, that's that's a separate thing. Yeah. I'm still friendly with their family. I've known that before. That's kind of interesting. You you really like their mom and dad or brother or whatever. Yeah, I've I've seen that. Um, Yeah, I have. Um, 14% admit that they're uh, staying in contact. They're still texting their ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend because they have unrequited feelings. And then 16%. Say the reason I'm still communicating with an ex is for sex. So well, we appreciate your frankness. <laughs> why are you still why are you still texting your ex boyfriend? Because I have sex with him. Yeah, we we get together and have sex now and again. Oh, oh okay, and we and, and we have to line up a time. Yeah, how about Thursday at three? Yeah, that's uh, good for me actually. Uh wow. Okay, that's, uh, the, the complexities of human relationships, Jack. What do you always say, Sean? Relationships are hard and people are complicated. That is what I always say. <laughs> and it's true. There's no arguing that. So, a brief glance at the history of fire safety laws. Specifically, there's a lot of discussion online and elsewhere over something called Senate Bill 1463 in Corrupt California, which was passed unanimously by both houses of the ludicrous California legislature and then vetoed by the governor. The explanation for that is a 
bit of a head scratcher. Yeah, that's uh, that's good stuff, and I, I want to hear that. I want to remind you, the number one reason single guys gave for why they're still single, the number one physical reason, is they say their abs aren't toned enough. Please. Dude. Please, I can't crack a walnut on that belly. Not going Do you there. think every guy who's in a relationship has toned abs underneath their shirt? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I just learned this myself, and I'm, you know, clearly you're probably yelling at your radio. You're an idiot if you didn't know this, but you can't tell by looking at the air how bad it is for you. It looked way worse on Saturday, so I thought it was getting better. I actually said to my wife last night, I said, well, it looks like it's getting better. It's not. It's getting worse in terms of the the, the stuff in the air that's bad for your lungs. The number has gone way up. So I my app is not as um I got to get the better app because you can nail it down to like your your street and I was just talking to one of the news guys here at the radio station it's two forty six oh that's Beijing territory you're man. you're well into the you should not breathe this without a mask at all oh. at the radio station it's two fourteen in Chico wow. so just to show you the weather patterns and valleys right. and the way that whole thing works we're we're we personally are actually in the purple area by a lot of where you shouldn't breathe the air a lot so man look into it before you well just don't do what i do where you think okay it's not as bad today doesn't look as bad because it's about the small particles that get deep into your lungs i guess because saturday at my house sean's wearing his gas mask yeah i'm sleeping with this thing now saturday at my house it was like when you're camping and the smoke blows your way from the fire that's where it looked like everywhere and i thought this is terrible but the number was actually much better for your lungs than wow. it is now Oy vey. And I don't know if, you know, I hate to admit this because it makes me sound <laughs> sound weak, but it's killing me <clears throat> trying to breathe in the building. Yeah. Yeah. So get get a mask. They're sold out everywhere I went yesterday. We ordered ours through Amazon and got them by the end of the day. But every store I went to was out of them. Wow. They're selling them like crazy. I think I have them in my paint cabinet. And when it gets into the... Are you talking about that sort of thing or like super advanced stuff? No, just a regular cloth thing. I, 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 it might be one of those deals where that doesn't actually help. I don't know. I haven't looked into that. Yeah. But we're into the... i the wet bandana. And that works? Yeah, from back in your days when you were a gorilla fighter. You know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're into the you shouldn't breathe this... You used this. to fight gorillas? <laughs> How strong are you? Don't mess with me, boy. <laughs> That's Sean and his gas mask. But when you're into the purple area of the map, you're not supposed to be breathing the air, whether you're old, young, compromised, whatever. You're, it's not good for you to breathe. It's just plain unhealthy for everybody. That's that's like one grade short of run for your life. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking and and I'm looking for now at the Northern California fire, which is the super giant. But um, there are giant swaths of uh, well, north of Sacramento, in short, nearby the fire, and then curiously enough, the city of Sacramento, because it's you know it's a river delta and it sits way down. I'm guessing, um, low right at sea level is um is got a big patch of the purple, which again is is very unhealthy and one grade short of run for your life. So we're at uh, the purple, which is everyone may experience more serious health effects from the air. 
Um, and that goes up to 300. Then you're into this is really bad for you don't breathe mm-hmm. area at 300. And we're within, you can see it from here, 300. Right. Uh, can you uh, pan down to the Woolsey fire? Is that doable? Oops, apparently not. Yeah, you put the cursor on the map. I don't know how it works. How long would this okay. last? Yeah. I don't know enough about smoke clearing out in valleys and weather patterns. How long could this smoke hang around? Weeks or? Sure. Depending on the, the progress of the fire. And the problem in valleys, and people in L.A. know this, and, and San Fernando Valley, obviously, and uh, and you know parts of, of the San Diego area as well, if you get an inversion layer going where the cold air just squeezes the air down and so it doesn't come out of the valley, yeah, you can be sitting on this stuff for a very long time. So what if everybody gets like all their box fans and just points them in one direction Perfectly and, good idea. and we can get all the smoke out of here ahead of schedule? I think that's a great idea. And if we all jump up and land at the same time, we can jostle China as well. Excellent point. <laughs> so what did you say it is in Beijing every day? Uh, we got. I, you know what? I don't have the two note in front of me. It's 40 something. Two, I thought. 250 or 60. That's uh, about what it is where we are right now. Yeah, we got a terrific note from uh, Frank, longtime listener who's lived in Beijing most of his adult life. And they all wear masks when they walk around. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the worst air quality on earth. It's terrible for your health. Uh, it's currently at 229. Where? Uh, Beijing. China. So it's worse where we That's are right, right Mr. now. Mr. President. The and radio station is worse air than Beijing. Looks like there's certain pockets that are like 250-ish, 250 plus, 260, there's one. Yeah. Arden Arcade, there you go up there, 245. Wow, that's not good. Yeah, Chico's awful. That's uh, just a few miles from the fires, if you're not familiar. Uh, wow, I'll be damned. Okay, so... Uh, well, we learned something about that. You can't tell by looking at the air. I've always even looked at those pictures of Beijing and thought, oh, look how terrible that is. Well, that's not, that's not the way you determine it. Holy crap. Lincoln, California, named after the large automobile at 155. That's not right. Um, So the ancient and syphilitic governor of California, Jerry Brown, vetoed Senate Bill 1463, which would have given local governments more say in fire prevention efforts through the current Public Utilities Commission uh, making maps of fire hazard areas around utility lines. Senator um, uh, Morlock... It sounds like something out of a witch novel, but um, he's a Republican from Costa Mesa. He authored the bill at the request of uh, the good folks of Laguna Beach, which experienced four fires sparked by utility lines in the last 10 years. This Republican-authored bill in the state of Corruptifornia passed 75-0 on the assembly floor, 39-0 on the Senate floor. And then Governor Brown vetoed it. How, how does that happen? And what's the mechanism for mechanism for overriding a veto when you got that level of? Well, it's two thirds of the of the houses, and why that didn't happen, I don't know. Old Uncle Jerry's argument was that what the bill was trying to do was already in process through the unelected commissions and committees, and every assemblyman. And state senator was wrong? Right. Right. And didn't know that? Every single one of them. Right. Uh, Senator Morlock released a statement regarding the veto uh, in September. Um, has this oh, ever happened in 2016. any... Has this ever happened in any state or at the federal level where you had 100% to zero voting in both houses and then a governor or president vetoes it? 
I don't Maybe. think so. I'd love to see the list. I don't know if that's ever happened. Each and every occurrence of that would be bizarre and worth knowing. Yeah. Studying. Senator Morlock's statement, quote, one of the paramount responsibilities of government is to provide for public safety. The consequences of wildfires include loss of life, property damage, impacts on ecosystems, etc., Etc. His words, not mine. Communities in my district, particularly Laguna Beach, are rightfully concerned about fire safety. SB 1463 would have not only safeguarded Laguna and other high fire risk communities in Orange County, but would have helped other vulnerable communities throughout the state that are often threatened by wildfires caused by sparks from shorted or fallen utility lines. The governor's veto impedes the necessity to more urgently address the California Public Utility Commission's focus on identifying high risk areas that should be prioritized for appropriate mitigation measures. The the governor said, nah, the unelected committees are, are and commissions that are highly paid and and totally unaccountable and meet when they feel like it. Um, they're doing a fine job, so uh, don't don't get involved, legislature. And there wasn't one person that agreed with him. In the veto message, Brown wrote, "This bill requires the PUC, Public Utilities Commission, to prioritize areas that have increased fire hazard associated with overhead utility flow. Since May of last year, the commission and Cal Fire have been doing just that through existing proceeding on fire threat maps and fire safety regulations. This deliberative process should continue, and the issues this bill seeks to address should be raised in that forum and not in the legislature of the people. If that is not a beautiful illustration of what one-party government gives you, I can't think of a better one. Um. The, the history of being fire smart in the Western United States is incredibly discouraging, angering, and complicated. Got a great note from, here it is right here, from, can I use his name? Well, it's such a common name. You people named John who say, I want to be anonymous. What the hell are you thinking? Anyway, this is Mark, who wrote an absolutely brilliant email to us brief but full of facts about the complexity of, of reducing fuels and how to do it because you've got different fire agencies with different capabilities and different powers, plus there's federal land, which the federal government owns. There is all sorts of private property, which has sure. wildly different yeah. rules and regulations and, and should. And there are, you know, municipalities and counties and the rest of it that have their own laws and regulations and stuff. And it's uh, in the parlance of today's use, the youth, uh, uh, biatch, trying to figure this stuff out. I think maybe we ought to. Hmm. What's coming up in your news, Marshal Phillips? On top of everything else, looters now arrested at the northern and southern California burn zones. Get your favorite Thanksgiving leftovers and revisiting the Warriors' Draymond Durant feud. Coming up minutes from now. That's quite a deal. I wonder if this is going to have lasting implications if they're both going to be able to get past it. Oh, I got a little personal. I hate to hear that. I hope they're going to be okay. Just surprising. It usually happens when teams are bad, not when they're good. Anyway, stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. It's unbelievable. I didn't know that. I'm glad I didn't know that. Oh, maybe I wish I'd have known that. I held my breath as I walked in. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. As we've been talking about, it is smoky. It is nasty out there for much California. California facing a public health emergency as the death toll from the fires have soared to 50. 
Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar is declaring a public health emergency in California as smoke from the fires is polluting air in cities more than 100 miles away. Do we have that? Well, and as I just mentioned, the air is actually worse in Sacramento than it is in Chico for a variety of reasons of wind and everything else. Do we have that map linked at the website in case people can't fight the right one, Hanson? That way people could go to our website and just... Click on where you are and see what the air quality is like. Because it's um it's interesting. You can't tell by looking. Nope. Our Me- website, armstrongandgetty.com. Lincoln. Me- Meanwhile, the National Guard is moving in to search for victims in the badly burned town of Paradise. The campfire has become the most destructive blaze in the state history and, again, has killed at least 48 people. Meanwhile, the Butte County Sheriff says so far six people have been arrested for looting in the city of Paradise and other looting arrests have been reported now in Ventura County. L.A. police patrolling affected areas in Southern California warning. We're looking for anything that anybody that may be out of place, uh, looking to take advantage of the situation, maybe come up on some you know property that's not theirs. I have called for, and I will stand by this, the arrest... Careful and fair prosecution and conviction of looters, at which point they will be turned loose without a uh, a fine nor a prison sentence with a bright red L tattooed on their forehead. L for looter. Anybody who attempts to remove that tattoo, 10 years hard time. Life sentence being known as somebody who who descends like a vampire when people are hurting the most and tries to steal from them. I think you could get that passed. I think I could right now. I think I would have majority support. By the way, we got a number of these texts. Most of the masks you see people walking around in are right. useless for wildfire smoke, which is not that surprising to me, yeah, unfortunately. That reminds me of the whole, you know, what was the scare? Ricin or, or no, it was uh, anthrax. The anthrax right. scare. People were buying up masks that will do them no good. So you have to have a mask that has an N95 rating, and those are harder to find. Um, and uh, but anything beneath that, all those surgical masks you see people wearing or you can buy, or bandanas wet or dry, will not do anything for uh, for wildfire smokes. And I tell my wife that. I don't know if we bought the right kind or not. N95, that's the rating <clears throat> you're saying? N95. All right. The migrant caravan. We haven't talked about it for a while, but they're about halfway between Central America and Tijuana, as thousands hope they can somehow gain asylum inside uh, of uh, the U.S., Secretary of Defense James Mattis is making a trip to Texas today to see troops deployed for the southwest border mission. Meanwhile, you got some of the traffic lanes heading into San Diego closed as the Border Patrol is prepping for the migrant caravan. And when's the caravan supposed to reach the United States? Well, now here's the deal. There are a number of uh, people, hundreds of caravan members, now being bused to Tijuana. They are beginning to mass in Tijuana. Oh, yeah. You know what? I have a video I need to play, y'all. This is radio. I can't see videos. There's there's right. words that they talk. Okay. Um, it's Trust me, it'll translate, which is it's so frustrating. The inaccurate coverage of all this is people merely try to flog their, uh, their narrative. The, the idea that this is, it's mostly women and children walking thousands of miles. No, it's not. It's a many millions of dollars organized yeah. effort that is primarily young men. There are women, there are children, but not mostly. And at this stage of the game, the reports I've seen indicate that the Mexican government is helping underwrite uh, the uh, the caravan at this Absolutely, point. Absolutely, yeah. the they caravan. just want them to keep moving. Yep. And yep. they have yep. offered 
temporary uh, asylum for these folks. And they said, no, 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 we're going to America in violation of the U.N. Charter. So save your sob stories. We're either a nation of laws or we're not. All right, let's jump in with the new poll about Thanksgiving leftovers, which are the most popular in the U.S. New poll asked people to name their favorite leftover, top leftovers from last place to first. Cranberry I've sauce. i got to think for a second. Oh, oh. Th- favorite Thanksgiving leftover. Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, all pod- of them you're mashed here. together yeah. between yeah. two slices of bread <laughs> as a sandwich. Or just on a plate I heat up together and kind of right. eat in big platefuls of gravy, turkey, mm. mashed potatoes, whatever. Anyway, go on. Top leftovers from last place to first place. Cranberry mm. sauce came in last. Cranberry sauce in last place. It's kind of healthy. Get that out of here. Then it's mac and... Not very. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then it's mac and cheese. Green beans. I've never had had macaroni and cheese. You know why? Because the Indians didn't eat macaroni and cheese. Right. Respect for the native people. Exactly. (laughs) Then it's green beans. And then... The more I eat, the worse I feel, the more I respect native peoples. That's That's the way I look at it. I hear you. Then coming in third place, sweet potato casserole. Something else I don't think the Indians had at their I can eat, uh, I can eat a lot of that, though. His Second. Indian name is Gets Bloated, Lies Down. <laughs> Second most popular Thanksgiving. Toots a lot. <laughs> Second. Second most popular Thanksgiving leftover, mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> so good. I'd get an IV of mashed potatoes. So good and so leaden. And so lead-like. Don't hold I, back on the butter. And I know sweet potatoes are healthier for you, but I don't care. Just give me some old-fashioned, starchy Irish potatoes. What if I'm going to put some mashed potatoes around my face? Would that protect me from the smoke? <laughs> and far and away, the most popular Thanksgiving leftover was... The, the turkey neck. <laughs> <laughs> the giblets. I do enjoy the giblets. Is anybody else going to eat the pancreas? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God, my dad was into eating all that stuff. Oh, it was on yeah. the gizzard. Uh, the, yeah, the various innards that come out of the bird. The heart is mine. <laughs> oh, you can have it. Jeez. Overwhelmingly, the most popular was stuffing. Uh, yeah. Stuffing the most popular was leftover. Was turkey not on the list? What kind of list is that? God, stuffing a- mashed potatoes and gravy mixed together and heated up in the microwave is so freaking good the next day. Uh, Cranberry uh, sauce are, and sweet potato are, something. These are probably your side dish leftovers. Probably, sounds like yeah. it was a list for communists. <laughs> Why do you hate the native peoples? Yeah. All right, one last note. The shorthanded Warriors got the job done at home. They folded the Hawks 110 to 103 in Oakland. Draymond Green didn't play last night. Pass he was, the ball! He was serving a one-game suspension without pay for conduct detrimental to the team. The suspension coming after an angry exchange with teammate uh, Kevin Durant during Monday's overtime loss to the Clippers. I finally watched the video. Uh-huh. Honest to goodness. This is what I took from it. There's two guys who care intensely in the middle of an NBA season. That was my takeaway. I couldn't believe it. You're talking about the argument uh, on the sideline or the play yeah. itself? No, the argument on the sideline. Oh, the play is ridiculous, though, dude. Pass the freaking ball. Ah, he to was your trying score. to. He stri- <laughs> the guy stripped the ball. That is a bad play. If you're a high school team or anyone, you would say, 
dude. The other, our best scorer is right there. Give him the ball. Let him dribble up you the court. You couldn't make a basket if you... <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> wow, now but you're like greedy. That aside, as a, as a sports fan yes. up until a few years ago, I don't remember a couple of Hall of Famers getting into it on a winning team to the level that the team suspends somebody. Right. Ever. Punch I, him in the balls. I can't think of that ever <laughs> happening. Right. Uh, Kevin Durant, notoriously thin-skinned. Uh, he once got exposed right. for uh, creating fake burner Twitter accounts that he would get into arguments with random people on Twitter who would criticize his play and stuff. He's a, he, he's a sensitive man. Okay. Meanwhile, the Warriors coach, Steve So Kerr. who called who a bitch? Draymond called him a bitch. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. now yeah. let's go times. easy yeah. with the sailor yeah. talk. Yeah. 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 yeah, well, I just, yeah, that, that could leave a mark. And then, there was, <laughs> and then there was some sort of comment about you're a free agent next year. I'm not exactly right. sure right. what that is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're actually a team. And the word is Kevin they would have won the game if, at the end of the year. And they would have won the game if he would have passed the ball to wow. their score. <laughs> Listen to the, the armchair basketball coach. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Warriors coach Steve Kerr says fights like that one happened during an NBA season, and he joked about his famous fight with teammate Michael Jordan, where Jordan Republic- uh, reportedly punched him. Things happen. Every team that I've ever been on, things things have happened. Um, by the way, I kicked MJ's ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's there you go. That's, That's the perfect tone. I'm Marshall Phillips, <laughs> the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> A young man trying his very best to win the game may have made a mistake. It's being criticized harshly. <laughs> laying I hate to see his, that. Laying on his stomach in the lane with the ball rolling around. That's not a good move. <laughs> so we got the petering out coming up next. Yeah. We're in strong. Oh. Good. I don't know if I made any of us. Well, it's a good thing to know, but I don't know if I made any of us happier that all those masks that they're sold out of everywhere don't do you any good. In this particular smoke, I'm gonna let my fingers do the walking uh, during the commercials myself. There you go. While you, while you're taking notes of what valuable sponsors support the Armstrong and Getty Show, and and, and to whom you should give your business, we'd appreciate that. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty, the conscience of the nation. Inside baseball in Washington, D.C. has taken in some of the stuff. Um, the battle for whether Nancy Pelosi is going to be speaker. I mean, there are people tweeting and she's tweeting back at them and it's it's quite the thing. And they're, they're, the reports are that there's a majority that a majority of Democrats don't want her to be the speaker, but they haven't settled on any other one person. And that's kind of the way the whole voting thing works. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you got to replace her with somebody. Right, not just an idea. <clears throat> so that is a fight that will continue. Yep. They've got a tussle over on the Republican side as well, not as impactful because they'll be in the minority for now. Right. So uh, here's all you need to know about this video. It's uh, a dude out in his backyard. There's a stray cat sitting there. It's got really weird, big, freaky-looking eyes. Boy, that is a weird-looking cat. And it's staring at him. And, uh, <laughs> and, and he, That's funny. he wants his ma to know there's a cat outside. Okay. What the f is that? What the f is that? A fucking cat? Hey, don't fucking look at me like that. That's a weird looking fucking cat. Ma! Yo, there's a stray cat outside. 
I don't want it starting to fight with Lucy. Lucy, it's okay. It's okay, Lucy. Don't worry about it. Ma! Ma, there's a weird f***ing straight cat outside. It looks... It looks like grandma the f***ing thing. Hey, get the f*** out of here. I don't even know if that's a f***ing cat. Blink, motherfucker. <laughs> the end of that is when the cat begins to approach him as the phone, and he just freaks out and stops the recording. It's a strange-looking cat. Watch the video, armstrongandgetty.com. It's guaranteed <laughs> to make you laugh, guaranteed. It, it, it mm. My, uh, my crap detector is uh, rated at N100. It's good enough for wildfires or internet crap. It's turned on. It's auto-on feature has turned on it has not rejected that video i wondered about that myself tad perfect yeah. it looks like grandma the f-ing thing yeah. yeah 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 that that line particularly yeah. is uh it's still funny, funny. Though, man when yeah, you look at funny. this cat he's right about it is a weird blanking cat hmm. blink mother <laughs> so who, who's lucy oh, lucy is their cat yeah. and okay. uh, the cat was in the the windowsill uh kind of observing the whole scene right so, uh, our Secretary of Defense, Mattis, says he's 100% confident that they have the right number of troops on the border to complete what they've been asked to do. I saw some... I think they probably, whether they had one or 50,000, would have the right number to, to complete the mission. Well, I, I, I saw what we call B-roll in the news business. It was uh, footage you're watching while somebody is talking. And it was a bunch of guys in camis camos, uh, on ladders looking over the fence and looking at the fence and stuff like that. I don't know the significance of it, but they appeared to be actively engaged in securing the border. Yeah, I like as the opposed mess- to fixing engines and servicing radios and that sort of thing behind the scenes. I like the message it sends. I just I don't think we probably need the military to do this. I mean, we could we could secure our borders without the military. I just wish we'd do those things. Right. You know, all the things we've talked about all the years make it impossible to hire illegals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. When thousands of people say, no, we're going to come into your country whether you like it or not, and we're going to exploit your laws and then take your stuff, I think maybe it's okay to keep them out. <sighs> Absolutely. Final thoughts with Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Never. Never before. Have so many. Have so few. So few, I'm sorry. Done so little. There you go. For no one in particular. Paraphrasing. The Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> he is paraphrasing Winston Churchill, who was, a colonia- coloni- was into colonialism. <laughs> And so I do not appreciate that. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Uh, allegedly colonialist. All right, let's get a final thought from everybody, huh, to wrap up the show. It's uh, Michelangelo, our board operator. Hey, Michael. Hey, the biggest lie I ever told on the date was, yes, Jack the bald guy is my partner, and I've been on the radio for 20 years. Getty is a family name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Positive Sean, what's your final thought? Yeah, I'm going to need a final ruling on if me pretending not to care how much dinner is is technically me lying about my income. <laughs> I'll, I'll submit that to the committee. Yeah. Oh, boy. Hey, Marshall Phillips, do you have a final thought? I do indeed. I wanted you guys to know I rolled our Mega Millions lottery winnings into a larger Armstrong and Getty Show donation to one of the groups helping out the fire victims. We got links to a number of the groups giving aid to the people affected at armstrongandgetty.com. Go to Wildfire Victims. How can I help? Uh, Excellent idea. Jack, your final thought for us? Yes, the number one physical concern for men who are not in a relationship. They said their abs aren't toned enough. That's why they're not in a relationship. Hey, dudes, 
I know the rest of us aren't working around, walking around with our shirts off, but underneath these shirts, we are not sporting toned abs. The vast majority of us. Yeah, you're going to be fine, son. <laughs> My final thought is always, uh, God bless the firefighters, the coroners, the first responders, the victims of fire. And uh, I just ordered myself some uh, breathing masks. Today's the 14th. Free two-day delivery. Expected on the 19th. Um, Amazon? Well, basic mathematics at work here. That ain't two-day delivery. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people, thanks a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Watch the video. Connect with charities. Uh, you can drop us an email. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I would check that air quality site regularly throughout the day. I have been because, man, it fluctuates a lot. I'd check out that effing cat. See you tomorrow. <laughs> God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. We apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Bye-bye. What a loving tribute to this great man. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.